Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Friday, October 1st through today, Sunday, October 3rd of 2021. So we're not going to change up the recording schedule this week. We're just going to try and record. That is the goal. Um, Hopefully every day. I'm still leaving, you know, the option open for every other day, but I really feel like I can get every day done um, this week. I do still have a big announcement um, that is I am going to make today. Uh, so that is that the Daily Royal is getting an Etsy store. Uh, so behind the scenes, I have been working on different projects um, that are non-merch, but like very much Royal related um, that I have been working on for months and months that I have decided to list on Etsy. So this includes postcards and stickers and drawings, um, bracelets, etc. from all of the royal families that I talk about each day. Now, this is going to be a process. So not everything is going to be live starting today. Um, And the shop will not be live until like sometime in the afternoon today. But it'll all get up there um, in time. I just, most of it is already made and done and ready to go. Uh, Some of it is not yet, and so just gotta like finish up some things and list as I go. But because this is a one-woman show, um, I am going to be posting products every other day. So we're just gonna start in order of Royal Family, um, and that's how we're gonna do this. So everything for the Belgian Royal Family will probably go up this week, and then we'll just continue on. for as long as it takes to get everything under control. Um, so please go check that out. It is, uh, the Etsy store name is shop the daily Royal. So it'll be shop the daily So please check that out. Um, I look forward to seeing you all over there. So that is the big exciting announcement. I can't believe I'm making that announcement. Oh my goodness. Um, It's been a lot of work behind the scenes, which is honestly part of why like recording has taken a back burner um, because finishing up these products has taken time. So that is the big announcement for the day. We'll just get it up uh, out there now and we'll jump right in with recording. Uh, And well, I am recording, but we'll jump right in with the regular day to day stuff. So We are going to jump right in with the British royal family. There were no events for the Belgian royal family, although they do have a fairly busy week coming up with something just about every day, which I am very excited about. Um, Also, yes, I have actually finished my look ahead calendar already. Uh, You know, it's 730 at night on a Sunday and I know what's going on this week. So um, we've got some parliament opening We've got lots of things, but Bel- uh, not in Belgium. The parliament opening is in Denmark. Um, but Belgium does have quite a busy week, ending in a province visit at the end of the week that I'm very excited for. There is just a lot of stuff going on. So that is the update there. 
And for now, let's go over to the British royal family. The United Kingdom. With the British royal family, all of our events actually took place in Scotland over the weekend on Friday. Friday, there was a lot happening. Um, so on Friday, Queen Elizabeth and the Prince of Wales uh, planted their tree as part of the Queen's Green Canopy Initiative. So this is an initiative that was announced earlier this year. Um, I can't exactly remember when that would... Um, create a meaningful contribution to the Platinum Jubilee. So this is being done for the next year. Um, and so they planted a tree at Balmoral today. Um, they also took part in an event um, with school children in Scotland. They came to the estate um, and spent time learning about forestry programs. So it's part of a, a program um, that you'll get. I, it, I don't I don't remember exactly what it's called, but you'll receive an award if you go through this forestry program um, that has been set up in the same vein as the Queen's Green Canopy, but that one will probably stick around for uh, ever. So, so that is one thing that happened. And then after Charles finished planting the tree, um, he and the Duchess of Cornwall uh, started a journey to Edinburgh where they had a day full of engagements. So they started their day at the, um, at the Royal Bot Botanic Garden in Edinburgh and, um, just learning about the work that they do, looking at the beautiful gardens, um, all of that wonderful stuff. And then they split up as is pretty normal for these kinds of events. Um, so Charles visited the Johnny Walker Visitor Center. So Johnny Walker is a brand of whiskey um, that is pretty world famous um, and has, you know, it's kind of like the equivalent of Guinness. Like it, it, it has that same feel to it. Um, and so he visited their visitor center as well as some of the... Um, shops and businesses along Princess Street, which is where the Johnny Walker Center is. Um, but then there are also like, there's a bank um, that he visited. He, um, when he was opening a s rooftop something, I think at, at Johnny Walker, um, there was a beautiful view of like Edinburgh Castle, uh, which I think it's not Edinburgh Castle. I think it's Hollywood, Hollywood. Um, just lots of different things happening in Edinburgh and then in the evening he attended the church service ahead of the opening of Scottish Parliament um, which is what one of the things he was doing down in Edinburgh. Um, the Scottish Parliament opened its sixth session on Saturday but ahead of that the night before they held a church service to mark that occasion. So um, then we get to Saturday, which is the official opening of Scottish Parliament, where Queen Elizabeth, the Prince of Wales, and the Duchess of Cornwall attended that opening session. Um, so I don't know if it's normal for the Queen to be at all of these things. If it is, awesome, but I, I genuinely don't know. 
um, but she was there this year um, and gave a speech. I would assume, given that she is, you know, the Queen of Great Britain, which includes, uh, you know, Great Britain, Scotland, and Northern Ireland, um, that she was um, of the United Kingdom. There we go. The United Kingdom of Great Britain, Scotland, and Ireland, Northern Ireland. Sorry, took me a minute there. Um, I would assume that she goes every year to this, but I genuinely don't know. Um, or every time they have an opening of Parliament, I don't know if it's an annual thing. I didn't do a ton of research on that. Um, but she gave a speech that I do believe she writes or her team writes and she knows and approves of um, because this one was a little more personal. So she um, gave a speech where she get focused on ex her experiences in Scotland, um, including the, quote, happy memories that she and Prince Philip shared there, which, of course, is getting a lot of attention because it is the first time she has, like, said his name publicly since his passing in April. Um, but obviously we all, if you follow the royals, you know that Scotland is, like, their happy place. Um, and so I just think that it was great that she shared that. Um, and then she also talked about when... The Duke of Cambridge was uh, the Lord Commissioner, Lord High Commissioner for the General Assembly for the Church of Scotland. Um, some of the sh stories that he shared from his visit um, to Scotland where he was, he was there for a week and like spent um, a lot of time visiting different organizations and people. Um, so she talked about that and just in general, like the love for Scotland, and then she wished the governing body well um, in a successful parliamentary season. So that was the British royal family events. Um, there is a documentary that the Duke of Cambridge is taking place part in, uh, focused on Earthshot that is launched on that launched on BBC iPlayer today, which is like their streaming service as well as Discovery Plus for those of you in the U.S. Um, you can get Discovery Plus and watch it that way, at least I think, um, given how it's been announced. So that is um, something fun and eventful. I know the Earthshot Prize is coming up. I don't actually know when the award ceremony is. Um, I did look today at the, royal the British Royal Family's website to see like their upcoming events and while they have some, uh, they're all on the Queen. So she does have an event coming up this week, and it's supposedly back in London, but I don't know. So we'll see her probably, I think it was like Wednesday or Thursday, um, but it is working season again for her as the summer has come to an end in Balmoral. So that is what was going on in the UK. Um, and we'll just, you know, it'll be a surprise every day what goes on there. Um, but with that, we are going to go ahead and move over now to the Danish royal family. Denmark. In Denmark, we have day two of Crown Princess Mary's trip to Lithuania um, that took place on Friday. So Thursday and Friday she was in Lithuania. Um, Friday was the second day of engagements. 
she did lots of different things in what seems like maybe a very sh condensed span of time. Like there was no mention of a lunch or a dinner or anything like that. So it may have been all morning events. And then by dinner time, she was back in Denmark. I genuinely don't know. They didn't share that much information. Um, but that's what I would imagine. So on day two, um, she opened a Danish Lithuanian conference at a university that she then also toured the university. So it was the university of, um, the capital of Lithuania. Um, and again, this visit is to mark the 100th anniversary of diplomatic relations between Denmark and Lithuania. So lots of, um, for this anniversary, there are a lot of events taking place that are obviously focused on the relationship between those two countries, such as this conference. Um, and then something really a little bit later is pretty cool too, um, is really focused on like that relationship and how those two countries can influence each other, um, in like a good positive cultural exchange kind of way. Um, so then after the visit to the university, she visited the Lithuania, Lithu yeah, Lithuania National Olympic Committee, like building, um, like their center, their headquarters, um, as well as a local kindergarten, uh, which is like an elementary school or preschool that is right next door or really close nearby, um, that actually partners with the National Olympic Committee to do different kinds of activities and things like that, which like so cool, right? I think that is the coolest thing ever, um, to have a youth, a school, um, young person center, uh, whether that be like a daycare, a school, um, even a club near the National Olympic Committee where like you can have the influence of sport on young people in this kind of way, I think is so cool. Um, so that was a really cool visit. And then later on, so this is probably the lunch or maybe even the dinner, I don't know. Um, she opened the Senate's Passage, which I'm guessing is like a space near the government buildings that has um, restaurants and delis and cafes and like all the office buildings are nearby, you know, kind of like the downtown space um, nearby those government buildings. And so at this Senate's passage, there was a cooking class held, um, hosted by the Danish embassy. So again, that culture, that exchange of culture, um, kind of taking place. I don't know. I just think it's really awesome and just like a really cool way to mix cultures like this. Like I love cultural exchange stuff. Like this visit is intended to be focused on. Um, so that is, the second day of the Lithuanian trip, um, you know, it was weird to see Mary in a mask, um, because COVID is just like not really a thing in Denmark, but like, obviously every country is different and so have different expectations for, um, COVID restrictions and protocols. And because Denmark ha doesn't have them, uh, strangely, even though it's only been a month, I've gotten like very used to Denmark just not having them. Um, and so it was really weird to like see that. And I also wonder like if she found it weird, you know, after being in a country that doesn't have this, um, requirement anymore, I guess. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. So that is, um, 
what was going on on Friday, and then there were no events on Saturday, but then today, there was nothing scheduled, but here's why. Um, there's a good reason nothing was scheduled. So, today, Queen Margrethe attended the final performance for an actor whose name is uh, Ulf Pilgard, um, who has been performing in comedy plays, um, performances for 40 years, um, like with the same company for 40 years. And apparently one of his roles, one of his things is he does a parody version of Queen Margrethe, which is hilarious. Um, so I like found a quick video. It, it was not a like <laughs> greatly shot, you know, kind of thing of him doing a Queen Margrethe, and because I don't understand Danish, I don't understand, but it, it's very funny. Um, and so that is what he was doing tonight. He was doing a parody of her, um, and he said, um, you know, God save Denmark, of course, in Danish, and all of a sudden out comes Queen Margrethe as a complete surprise to him, the audience, like literally only a few people knew um, that she was coming. And I just, like, love this so much because he, because he was in a parody of her, uh, looked <laughs> very similar. Um, it was this bizarre, like, moment. It was very cool. Um, if I can figure out how to link the Facebook video, unless they've put it on YouTube, which I don't think they have, but I will share the video of it because it's hilarious. Um, she did also gift him with an ashtray. Um, I'm not sure if there's like a significance of that for him, but for her, I mean, she is widely known as a chain smoker. Uh, she no longer smokes in public, but I am confident that she still smokes. Um, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine she does. Um, so I'm sure there is some significance to that as well. Um, so I, I don't know. I just thought that was like a really fun, different event. Um, so that is what was going on in Denmark over the weekend. Um, and look, there was, there was one event in Norway. Um, and I just genuinely don't know how to talk about this for more than like two minutes. So I'm just going to include it in this segment. Um, so King Harald attended the celebration of the 100th anniversary for the national team for local history. Um, so this was something that was due to happen last year during the pandemic, but pandemic. So it was postponed to this year. Um, but the, the organization is like Norway's largest historical society, um, that keeps the history of Norway really well. So that is what the event was. Not a whole lot of detail to really go into there. Um, just a really good event. Um, now I will say, so Denmark has a very full week coming up. Like very, very full. There are lots of different things, um, including on Tuesday, Parliament is opening. But then we also have um, in Norway, it's actually a really light week for Norway. Uh, King Harald has a couple of different events, but nothing too intense. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty light week in Norway. So with all of that, we are going to go ahead now and move over to the Spanish royal family. 
Spain. In Spain, there were quite a few events on Friday. Um, I have made the choice to, you know, kind of condense, and I've done this previously to um, condense King Felipe's audiences into like one talking point, um, mostly because if I don't, I'll talk for too long about it, and sometimes they're interesting and other times they're not. Um, today, the ones that happened on Friday, honestly, I could talk about each of them, but instead I'll talk about them as a whole. Um, the different, the thing is, none of them seem to really relate to the other, which is kind of hard because it's like when he has financial ones, it's like, oh, okay, they're all in finance, so let's talk about it this way. Uh, this is not that. So he held audiences with the speaker of the Carlos de Antwerp Memorial Lecture, the board of trustees of the Carlos de Amberis Foundation, not Carlos de Antwerp. So like, I don't even understand. Very different. Um, and then finally with the 2019 winners of the Nobel Prize for Physics. Sorry, I had to make sure that I said which prize it was correctly because seriously out of my mouth almost came psychics that's what actually almost happened physics because psychics are not a thing that you get a nobel prize for um jeez okay so none of those have anything to do with the other i don't really know how to make that make sense um i will say that the carlos day and barry's foundation uh was a bunch of old white men uh talking about the world and uh democracy and just those kinds of things. Um, just a bunch of old white guys gathered together. Uh, it was a very non-diverse picture from that audience, but that's okay. Um, so that was his first event of the day. And then for his second event of the day, he delivered the Lifetime Achievement Award of the Fulbright Program. Um, so like if you've ever heard of Fulbright Scholars, that is what this program is. Um, to Javier Solano. So I don't know if I've ever actually talked about Javier Solano, um, but he is very much a royal adjacent person um, in that he seems to be at a lot of things. Like, I think he has seen King Felipe like four or five times just in the last seven days. Um, he frequently goes to like dinners and he is always at the Prado Museum events because he is a patron. Uh, he's heavily involved in the Prado Museum. I don't quite understand what his role is, but like when the Prado Museum won a Princess of Astorias Awards in 2019, Javier Solano was given the award on behalf, uh, like he received the award on behalf of the Prado. Um, like there's just a lot of that. Um, he's just very much always there. He's kind of like Pau Gasol, who is always at Spanish royal family events. Um, he is just, he's a person who's always there. Um, and so he also was the, um, he's been involved in the European Union. I think he was at one point a secretary general for NATO. Um, he was a foreign minister, I think. He has received the Order of Golden Fleece, which is like Spain's highest order um, 
that not even like every member of the royal family has like king felipe has it and princess leonor has it like letizia and sophia do not um and probably will not uh it is very much like a order that you are given for um like for some foreign royals have it um not everyone but some do um it is just a very selective award and like people of the Spanish public it is very selective so um he was given his this lifetime achievement award for his work in um foreign like uh foreign affairs work so very uh very well deserved also I just like genuinely love Javier Solano um he got COVID really early on in the pandemic and it was really scary because he's very old um he's not very old but he's relatively old and uh it was very scary like he was hospitalized it was just a really scary thing and I was very sad for him um but he is obviously fine now which is great um and wonderful so that is King Felipe's day on Friday and then also on Friday you guys I would like to be very sad and mad at Casa Real's website also they have like horribly they had horribly malfunctioned over like this weekend um but last week they put that Queen Letizia would be in Rome for this event she was not it was a digital speech which we learned later in the week but like they were very confusing with their wording um so she delivered a speech to the World Food Forum um, that is hosted by the UN Food and Agriculture Association, or FAO, um, FAO. So she is the special ambassador for nutrition for, um, for FAO. I, at least I think she still is. Um, they mentioned nothing about it on the website um, and I couldn't find out if she still was, I didn't do an in-depth search, but in 2015, she was named a special ambassador. I'm just not sure how long that commitment was for. Um, but she also, um, presented or did a digital speech last year to the World Food Forum. So I may watch some of the World Food Forum just to like see her part and see if it says special ambassador anywhere. Um... And so that was that event. And then like, like other Royal families, the Spanish Royal family is extremely busy this week. Um, like lots of days with one or two events. Um, like at least there are, there's just a lot going on in Spain this week. Um, as there is pretty much every week. So it will never feel that different from, um, other weeks in Spain. Like it's not exceptionally busy, just relatively busy. Um, so that is what was going on in Spain. So now we are going to move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. There were a couple of events over the weekend in Sweden. Um, so two on Friday and then one, well, okay, technically one and one, like one on Friday, one on Saturday. However, there were also some new photos released on Friday. So we'll start with that. So 
Um, every October 1st, there is a new photo released of Crown Princess Victoria um, to mark the start of the red, or I'm sorry, the pink ribbon campaign hosted by the Swedish Cancer Foundation. Um, and so for 13 years in a row, uh, Victoria has been patron of this fundraising campaign um, that takes place during Breast Cancer Aware Awareness Month. For those who don't know, that's in October. Lots of things get pink. Um, I live near like a bagel shop that does, or used to, I don't know if they still do. I'll have to find out soon. Um, pink ribbon like bagels um, that have raspberries or strawberries in them. I don't quite know. It's like a blueberry bagel, but with something pink. Um, it's very cool. Or, you know, cookies. Like, it's just a thing that you do to support breast cancer research and awareness. Um, and so for 13 years, she has been patron of that and continues that this year. Um, and so this year it was a picture of her and then like a picture of her and a couple of the Cancer Foundation representatives. I don't know if that part is normal every year, but the picture of her always is. Um, it's always released. And then actually on Friday, she did a um, another military engagement. She's had like three military engagements in the last week. Um, I love it though. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love it. So she reestablished the Augsburg's Amphibious Regiment, um, which was part of a decision in 2004. So without knowing a lot about Swedish defense or just any country's defense, including my own, really, um, it seems like this was a decision where a lot of things were disbanded and resources were put towards um, Middle East operation. Um, and now that that is over, uh, you know, there is no more military intervention in Afghanistan, which is when the U.S. Um, or the U.S. went to Iraq in 2004. Um, but like that is when a lot of people got in, a lot of other countries got involved. Um, but for um, other countries and their involvement and like figuring out that this war on terror is what we called it, um, was not going to be a quick necessary situation. Uh, things were kind of reallocated and organizations were disbanded. Well, now there is not really any more involvement from foreign entities in the Middle East right now um, that need such high resources. So old regimens are getting reactivated, which I think is really awesome. Um, and so Victoria was there on behalf of the king to reinstate this organization, which is primarily composed of medical units. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then, um, also I'm just like living for Victoria in a uniform. Okay. Like it is officially my weakness and I need it more. Like I've had it three times in two weeks, in a week and a half and I need more, please. Thank you. Um, Okay, so that was Friday. And then on Saturday, Prince Daniel attended the police memorial service um, at a cathedral in Stockholm. So this is a ceremony held on the 2nd of October every year um, to honor any fire or any police officer who lost their lives. Um, so, so far, uh, this has been 
in existence since 1965, the like National Police Organization, um, I think. And since then, the ceremony has honored 121 employees of the National Police, um, which... Look, I'm coming from a big country, and I understand that. I'm also coming from a country where violence is rampant um, and out of control. But this number, I think, is super sad still, um, but also very low. Since 1965, um, that's incredibly low to me, but still incredibly sad, and, you know, it... it it's awful, of course. Um, and I've, I've had trouble talking about this before because there are some things that I, as an American, am just genuinely used to. Um, I live near a city where a brutal attack on police was um, done. And it was horrible, of course. Um, and, you know, the community rallied together and it was this horrible, horrible experience. But, like, since then, more and more has happened around me. Um, more violence towards police. Um, and, of course, that's just a product of the American situation that we are all living in right now. Um, some of it. Some of it is just horrible in general. But, you know, it's just, it's really hard to talk about this because, like, I genuinely cannot relate. Like, I can relate to a city being sad and banding together um, for police death in the line of duty, but not a whole country. Like, I just can't relate to it for some reason. Um, and it, it's, it's hard to say that, but, like, it's just a hard thing. So, um... Anyway, that is what was going on in the Swedish royal family. Um, they have a relatively light week ahead as well, just like one thing or two things every, um, one thing like every couple days. It's not a lot. Um, towards the end of the week, there are some county visits. I am very excited for one of them. Uh, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel are going to Prince Daniel's hometown, hometown area, so I'm very excited to see that. Um, visit take place. But with that, I'm going to end this episode. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, and shop The Daily Royal on Etsy. And I will talk to you all tomorrow, hopefully. Um, until then, have a fantastic Monday. Bye.